Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What's up, family? This is episode 22. I'm gonna call this the Reggie Coleman episode. You know, um, I wore 22 in college. You uh-huh. know, and that's what I do. And we wanna, we wanna welcome my guy. Been a long time coming, Mr. Shaquan Washington to the show. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Don't forget about me, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. Reggie's Reg just excited about having a guest. He forgot his co-host, but you know, it happens. It's his episode, so excuse me. Oh, 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 oh. Nah, but Shaquan, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get this thing really started. Yeah. Shaquan Washington uh, from Trent, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, born and raised here. Educated here. Um, I'm going to be with friends now. <laughs> Y'all friends? I think about two days. Yeah. All right, but <laughs> we've been friends for about, you know, since uh, West, West End days. Um, where I was the I was the best baseball player back then. Right, oh, in the paper so, every day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That doesn't sound true. I'm sorry. But yeah, it's been about ten years. Uh, fifteen years. Um, what are you guys? I don't. Know. You know, <laughs> Kitty, you good? I don't know. Nah, but seriously, uh, we appreciate you coming on. So thanks for having. Baseball days. So, just tell us a little bit about yourself, a little more. Like, yeah, um, you don't gotta tell us what you do, where you live, but you know, <laughs> just play uh, football, baseball, basketball all my life. So uh-huh. I've been around the, the sports um, my entire life. Went to Australia and played a little bit. Um, came back home. Played with who? The Kangaroos. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Played with them too. <laughs> <laughs> but I played for the uh, Campbell Cavalry uh-huh. in Australia. That's like the capital, DC. Australia. Um, oh wow! Came back home. Now I'm a police officer, Trent, New Jersey. So that's where my like, that's going that's where your there. passion is right now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And how was that transition from being an athlete, with all those different sports, to now being like a serious career? Um, it's kind of the same because you still have to have that leadership role, mm-hmm. especially when you're out on the streets by yourself. Um, you tend to be more serious. I mean, when I was playing sports, you know, you goofed around a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's a different, it's a different ball game out there in the streets. So it's good though, because I'm, I'm patrolling where I'm from, mm-hmm. and I don't think I could, you know, do anything else now that I've entered into this field. So I like it, man. Just trying to make a change in the community and let people know that it's okay to be on the other side and you can do right, you know. Yeah, I appreciate. Mm-hmm. I appreciate. My bad for cutting you off. I appreciate you. Um, this is your way of making a change in your community. A lot of people talk about it. We talk about it on the podcast. Like a lot of people talk about making change and making a difference mm-hmm. to the kids and your community, but most people don't follow through with it. And this is your way of following through with with that change. Where you you went out, you took all the tests that needed to be taken to be a police officer. Now you're a police officer. Like you said, you in your neighborhood that you grew up in. And now you're making a difference, whether it's just talking to the people, uh, 
just relating with them, you know. Or even just letting them see your face, man. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot of um, tragedies going on with, I don't mean to be, you know. Uh, we get it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. when they see a African-American cop from the neighborhood, it makes them feel more comfortable. Like, he might can relate to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And basically already know that, oh, well, he's black, he can relate to me. So, so and you, you my bad, kid. No, especially because he's in the neighborhood. You know, a lot of people... They do go back in their communities and be police officers, but sometimes they go to the suburban areas. Definitely, because they don't want to deal with that. Yeah, exactly. Was that your plan all along? If I'm a book police officer, it's going to be in trend. Definitely. Okay. And you kind of changing the narrative in a small way, but just changing the narrative about police in general. Like, in this area, there's a couple that I know of uh, black officers, but you you can change one person's mindset of, oh, this cop is good. This cop is doing the right things, mm-hmm. and um, that one person can tell another person. Just it, it trickles down to more people, and that's that's just a way to make a change. And like I said, you making a change by staying in your community, becoming a police officer, talking to people, showing people your face, and that's a big deal. I don't know if many people tell you, but that's a big deal. No, and a lot of people. That's my way of telling you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. A lot of people say they're proud of me, but <clears throat> I don't even look at it as a job. Mm-hmm. I'm just walking around my community, you know, helping mm-hmm. people in my community. Correct. So, um, I did like a little video before um, on Facebook, and it got like thirty thousand views. Went crazy. Um, but I was just being honest. I was speaking from the heart. A lot of police officers from this town. I want to say a lot because I can't speak for them, but mm-hmm. um, I just want people from my city to make. You know, let them know that they can be comfortable. They can be themselves. They don't got to be uptight when they're having an altercation with a um, police officer. Just having a conversation. These people want you to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you their whole story. You won't even have to act. You just got to, you know, have a little conversation. Be so, respectful. Yeah, that's all. Um, so I thank y'all for having me on the show. It's been a long time. Well, we're both proud of you for taking the initiative to really be out in the community. And when I see you, it do it do make me feel like safer because I know I'm like I like, definitely I know him. I know he's looking out. And I know it's not a burden because in the neighborhood where I live, sometimes I feel when I see the police out there, I'm like, dang, what happened? It's like a burden. But you out there, you smiling, you're interacting with people, so it makes me feel like okay, he's out there because he wanted to. It's not a burden. It's not something he was forced to do. Yeah, definitely. So it's definitely when you out there and you being positive, you being yourself, it definitely makes a lot of people feel comfortable. Yeah, when I run into people, they see me once and then they'll see me again and they're like with a bunch of people like yeah no nah, you ain't gotta worry about him he cool like mm-hmm. respectful so i don't know I, I just i enjoy what i do and i just want people to see the different outcome um, instead of it being a bad outcome basically so yeah I, I get it and it's good that you enjoy what you do because a lot of people out here in, in life in general they got jobs, but they don't like they don't like working. They don't like where they at. Right, um, they wake up every morning like, damn, I gotta go. I gotta go in again today. Yeah. So it's good that you found something that you're you don't wake up feeling like that. Like most people don't get the opportunity to wake up and be like, oh, I can't wait to get into the job today or career and and do what I do and do what I do best. Like there's a lot of people who can't say they do that. Um, so for you to actually have that going for yourself, that's that's big time. Um, we don't want to get too deep into your, your you know your cop life, but yeah, yeah, we about yeah. to we about to lighten up a little bit. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to give the people a little background of uh, Mr. Washington here, I'm Officer sure. Washington. I'm, I'm sure. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's you know this is a sports culture, you know, and everything podcast. So what you want to talk about before uh-huh. you said. Uh, Mr. DeMarco's cousins had yeah, a little situation going the on. The thing, man, it's just... It's, we don't really know what happens behind closed doors. Mm. Yeah. And it's just so easy to put things on social media now. People are judging you. Mm-hmm. And it's making you look bad. But right. People don't even know the facts. Mm-hmm. So, um, domestic violence is definitely something that's a big issue with black men and just people... In sports period. Correct. Um, it's, it's just great because he just got married. And yeah. now they come and like, 
you trying to, you know, beat up on your your son's mom or advisor. Yeah. yeah. The narrative can get switched so quick. And I don't think people realize the ramifications it can have on someone's life. That, yes, what he said on the recording, which we don't 100% know was him, was deplorable. It was wrong. It, it was, sounded like yeah, him. It I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, it, it was horrible what he said. But, like, um, Francais is, is you don't know the, the, the ins and outs of their relationship. And you don't know the ins and outs of the one of his son at his wedding, son could be in his wedding. We all have been to a point where we were angry and we said something we didn't mean. Out of emotion. You know, out of out of emotion. No, no, you're good. Out of, out of emotion, <laughs> no, you're right. No, no, no. Out of, out of emotion, you just say, man, FYZ, and you like, mm, dang, I really, really wish I wouldn't have said it that way. I really would, wish I would have paused one second. So I just don't like how the narrative can get changed uh, about someone so quickly. This man has been through so much with these injuries. I think the last four seasons he's been injured three of them. Like it's been so much turmoil with his professional career. He's mm-hmm. one of the happiest days of his life. He's getting married to someone that he's been with a long time and that's the narrative. Not saying it was right if that was him in the video. I'm gonna clarify. I don't know hundred percent if that was him in the video saying what he said. But we all have been there and especially when someone at one point you cared about now you have a child with them. You know, so he wanted his son at his wedding we don't know the ins and outs of their agreement with the child. Could have been her weekend. It could have been she was being petty, or it could have just been I don't want him at the wedding. So you just never know. So people just need to be mindful of the narrative um, that they place on people, and, and just don't be so quick to judge someone because you never know when you'll be in that position where you say something that you wish you could take back. I know the market be like, man, I wish I could have took it back. I didn't mean it in that context, or I meant it, but I not in that's not. Like, for sure, for sure. I was just so angry because I wanted my yeah. son there, you know? So, I, I think, like, it was, to me, this is my opinion. I think she had motive. Like, what you recording the call for? Like, maybe she record all they calls. Like you said, we don't know everything, but, like, what are you recording the call for? He asking his son, I mean, asking you, can his son, y'all's son, be in, the, like, be at his wedding? One of the biggest days of his life. Mm-hmm. And it's bad timing because he just, Got injured for the whole season. You want he want all the people that he loves on at his wedding on that big day, and for you to say like no, that's that's kind of crazy. Like you said, we don't know what they got going on, but it was like he was taking two. You got to put that pride to the side and let let that kid go see his dad get married. Like definitely, like, I think it was motive behind it. Like, cause what you recording the call for? I who knew she probably didn't even know he was gonna say that, but like definitely, definitely. Yeah, allegedly. He was taking two steps forward. Now he got like pushed back mm-hmm. five steps. Correct. Because now it's just now it's not just the injuries, it is who you are as a person is being questioned. Now you gotta go to court. Yeah. And you know, that could be conflicting with your training. Your physical therapy, et cetera, et cetera. And you gotta think he has an eight year old son, so these kids now have iPhones and they have phones to look at. So now you Google his name, you're gonna see injuries yeah, and domestic violence. Yeah. Domestic violence probably pop up first because mm-hmm. that's exactly. their most recent. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so it's just a, it's just a, a, a hard time for Demarcus pertaining to injuries, but. And for his kid, because yeah. now he got to go to school. You know kids be online all the time. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, your dad be more than adults now. Yeah. <laughs> your dad be going to be No, relax. Yeah, these kids are definitely very uh, savvy when it comes to technology. So Generation is different. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, that's just uh, very interesting. Because that domestic violence, that can really stick to you. And you'll never want to end up like a Ray Rice where it just ends your career completely. And you can never recover from it. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was like, like, it can end you like that when you put yourself in that type of position. DeMarcus is just reported on the phone. You never know what people be doing now. They have cameras everywhere, so you just never want to put yourself in a position where it could just be taken from you like that and all you could do is blame yourself because you was the one that acted in that manner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ray Rice was never able to recover and, and a lot of people say, why would that was, that was a, yeah, that, that was bad, That was death. That it was, was horrible. It was the, yes, it was horrible. Why you think, why y'all think they got married though? Who? You, they got married after that. Oh, Ray after Rice and uh, yeah, that they, girl? They you think, do you think he did it because he had to mess her up. Yeah, like, no. He probably did love her, but, like, people, like, certain certain men respond different to, like, what not, like adversity or, like, mm-hmm. altercations, uh, uh, arguments and whatnot. Like, 
me personally, yeah, I don't, I, I won't ever put my hand on a woman. Like, I don't think it would ever get that serious. I'd just walk out. Like, but for him to do what he did, like, that's that's a different type of problem he had. But like you said, they they got married, so I think that was just his way of like, if I marry her, she'll put this behind us. She won't like try to sue me and all that type of stuff with the money and all yeah, that. I think like, that could have been that could have played a factor. Um, it's hard to say because I've never been in a position where I love somebody and then they did something like that to me. Then I had to really reflect on the person that I am and and make a decision for myself you know i don't know if she made a decision for herself or for her family i know they, did they have a child already together i'm not too sure yeah i don't I'm know if they had sure a child together family, or, or the dynamic of how they, they've been together for a long time so i think she probably factor in a lot of different things pertaining to that and i never could tell another woman your decision is wrong you know definitely, i can't definitely. i'm not in her shoes I, I haven't been through what they've been through um since then you haven't heard anything about him putting his hands on her before after that, you, um, he's been right. a, a really good life. Yeah, changed his life. He's become an advocate for domestic violence. So, you know, all you could do is uh, pray for them and wish for the best, you know. But I never could say, oh, yeah, you made a bad decision because you just never <clears> know um, what changes he made in his life and what their dynamic was in their relationship prior, you know. Maybe this was just a one-time thing. Maybe he just exploded and, and this is just something that just happened. And they were able to move from it, talk to get therapy and, and do other things to get past it, you know. So... It's hard to say. Domestic violence is something that's so serious. I never want to downplay the role of the man or downplay the role of the woman. Um, but if you're ever in a position where you feel like you're in harm's way, get out is what I would say. But if you don't feel like you're in harm's way, you feel like you move forward, all I can say is God bless you and, and hope for the best. You know what I'm saying? It's, I think a, it's a tough just, dynamic. I think he just finally snapped. Mm-hmm. It could have been stuff leading up to that to get them in that predicament and I guess you, sometimes you, a person could only push your button so far. Correct. But, you know, as a superstar, you know, all eyes are on you. And so yeah. You just got to know how to control your temper and your emotion. You know? It can get the best of you. Yeah. With, like, with these athletes, these, like, celebrities, they got to, like you said, sometimes you, you, your emotions get the best of you. Mm-hmm. But, like, you got to know. It's, TMZ is everywhere. I don't even know how they... Employ some of these people, <laughs> yeah. but they ain't everywhere. They on they caught Mello on the boat. Like where y'all at on the like they on the right, boat? Yeah, like my bad. We gonna talk about Mello, but they just gotta be aware. Like yo, it's cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like Mel back here in, in our live audience, he got a camera somewhere taking pictures of us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> But he not paparazzi that's trying to sell him and get money. You trying to give him a job. We trying to give him a job. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, but what you were saying is, yes, I with both of your points, they are celebrities. They should know, but I think people forget they're human beings too. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I don't think people factor in like these superstars. They treat them like circus animals. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, yeah, okay. At the end of the day, they should know that they are superstars, et cetera, et cetera. But God, at the end of the day, like, I'm a human being. I can't walk into a Walmart and get some personal stuff for my family, or I can't walk to the, the market, or I can't do stuff. Like, at some point, I feel like it needs to be a point where these paparazzi are held accountable. Like, come on, man. These people, 24 hours in a day, can you just do paparazzi four hours a day? Can you give these people some type of space and time where they could just be humans and, and live their life? Yes, they, they ask for this. Yes, they pray for this. But I don't think they pray for it in the sense of now I'm going to be on a on a stage every day in my life like they can't even come outside without makeup or et cetera, et cetera. they have to be put on a pedestal all the time 24 7 if it ain't the taking pictures it's oh now you're a role model for my kids it's like at some point it just has to be beyonce's beyonce let her be beyonce this person is this person let this be this person like paparazzi they need to be careful because it's going to come to a point we're going to be talking about a story something happened to these paparazzi because they're getting too personal too deep in these people's families and their lives and stuff. I don't. I don't think it's safe for the celebrity or the paparazzi because, like, like Juan said, the person could just snap. Mm-hmm. What if it's you? Mm-hmm. And you ain't the third. Lawsuit. You could have just been the first paparazzi. This is your first picture you took. Three And they mad at the other person. <laughs> now they suing you and you. Three they they, wa- they willing to get punched for oh, that yeah, picture. Because either way, they getting paid. So. Um, but I think the parent was more so mad because maybe they were fans of Cam doing. So when there's another superstar athlete doing all that dancing and stuff and it's not your team, you're probably bitter. Yeah, but yeah, parents, I think parents need to understand too. Like teachers, coaches, 
mentors, they're not all obligated to raise your children. <laughs> right. They're, I mean, every every athlete don't want to be a, a role model. Like they just they're good at what they they're mm-hmm. great at what they do, mm-hmm. and they're going out to perform. They not they didn't ask like yo I'm I'm yeah. I want to be a role model. Like no, they, they still trying to figure out they how they acting and how like they living. Like mm-hmm. I have bad social skills. Really, that too. Yeah, that's true. Man, everybody ain't no role model that's an athlete, celebrity. Like, no, and, that, and, that, but, and that's not a bad thing, though. There's, there's like surface animals. Yeah, that's that how people treat true. them. Yeah, for sure. So because they held, a, they like held to a higher standard, and you know, if they, if you don't do what the fan like or the consumer like, oh, it's over. It's, it's bad. Like, <laughs> nah. it's over. Like you said, they still human. Yeah, they still human at the end of the day. It's just, a, it's just a. It's a sticky dynamic because at some point we all want to get to a level, especially if it's in a realm that you want to be in. So I want to talk. I love talking sports. I enjoy talking sports. Say mm-hmm. if I was on a bigger network, now I know for a fact that I have to be accountable for what I say and I have to be accountable for my actions. No, it's not something that I want to do. Like, oh man, I got to be careful with what I say because I'm like, man, now I have to kind of be like a robot. But you're it's like, human. but no. you're still human and you still make mistakes. But you just have to be mindful, like. I'd be mindful of the things I post on social media because I do have a nine-to-five job that, you know, I can't be posting certain things or promoting certain things or talking about certain things um, pertaining to my job. So, you know, you just have Mm -hmm. to... It's a fine line between being your authentic self and also holding yourself accountable. And you just have to figure out the balance between both. You don't have to necessarily not be who you are, but you do have to hold yourself accountable. And I think sometimes athletes are like, well, I'm not a role model. Well, nobody's asking you to be a role model. We're just asking you to hold yourself accountable. Be professional. You're, exactly. You're not being professional. You're doing certain things that you are in the limelight. Yes. You like, know what I'm saying? I love that you said accountable. Like, Popeye's got to, they got to be accountable for <laughs> having all these sold, fights in, sold um, out sandwiches, fights, like, bad customer service. I ain't had a sandwich, so I, don't, I wouldn't I even know. I tell you to stop saying them people's names. You know we ain't getting a promo from Nah, this. it's all good. But it's all good, though. From your point, though. I ain't have it. There's only yeah, one person in this room that had it, and uh, he ain't on camera. My bad, man. <laughs> he died on camera again. <laughs> it be all in front of the tree. <laughs> it looked like he had three the way his, his, his phone's laying on his stomach. <laughs> Your old friend, man. I'm sorry, gotta keep the light. Gotta keep the light. <laughs> nah, but uh, that Popeye sandwich, the thing about it is, the thing that's like throwing me back is back to what I was saying last episode. Like, y'all just did the whole promotion for these the sandwich. So, after y'all did the promotion for free, nobody got paid. Now, y'all fighting in these people's establishments. That's crazy. Like, come on. They're fighting the co workers, though. They're not even fighting <laughs> the people that's waiting in line. Mm-hmm. They're fighting each other. Y'all tired. Y'all working these people tell me y'all don't got no more sandwiches because we don't got no more. Because y'all got it. This is a prime example of staying in your lane. This is a prime example of staying in your lane. Let me hear it. Popeyes, mm-hmm. you known for chicken, right? Mm-hmm. Wings, breast, thighs. <laughs> and biscuits. And biscuits. <laughs> sides. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> not Chick-fil-A. all the sides. Chick- not all the sides. You got to be mindful of the sides. Right, break Chick-fil-A, it down for us. Known for the chicken sandwich. That's what they're known for. They not they not doing extra commercials because Popeye's got a chicken sandwich. Chick Fil A line still on customer service, still wonderful. You really see a Chick Fil A commercial? Though. Exactly because they stand in any good. Popeye's the only yeah. one had to put something on Twitter, and we didn't took off and did the whole Crazy. promotion for them. Now they fighting people fighting to now, now people up working there. Yeah, you turn up their restaurant because they ran out of chicken sandwich because that's not their lane. You got their workers going to Popeye. <laughs> I mean, they going to Chick Fil A to work. I never seen Chick Fil A run out of sandwiches ever. You, this is my this is my too. theory. This is my theory. They didn't really run out of sandwiches. They is a marketing scheme where they mm-hmm. say they ran out of sandwiches. Mm-hmm. They are gonna come back out with like a sandwich, with a, like, like bacon or something. No, right? same sandwich. Oh, okay. In about a month or two, be like, oh, we restocked. They're gonna throw a different same thing. Same thing gonna happen. And now everybody fighting again. Like, <laughs> now Popeye's closed. Like. But Popeye's been sued in like two weeks. Seven. But it was a good thing that came out of the Popeye's thing. Uh, a young man, I don't know how old he was, he was signing people up to vote while he was waiting in line for the chicken sandwiches. So that's a good thing. I'm glad I'm vegan. When you became vegan, Rich. I just seen you eating. Uh, never mind, I ain't gonna put your business up. This is crazy when people just want to change <laughs> and they switch up. Now you're like vegan. This man just said he's vegan. So you're in a ham sandwich? I just seen you. It's dairy and mustard, Oh, for real? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Uh, I'm vegan. I started today. Oh, you just started today? Okay. You ain't say that. Then we wouldn't even came at you like that. Did you have a new, new, <laughs> It don't even matter. <laughs> yeah. 
It's pork in it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Raisins got pork. Yeah. I don't eat raisins. Okay. <laughs> but shout out to the <laughs> shout out to Popeyes Chick Fil A because I eat both of you, all, all y'all food. So <laughs> I don't yeah. care what I don't care what y'all talking about. <laughs> What else y'all want to talk about, man? This is this is a good episode. Kobe, Shaq. My bad. Hold on. I'm sorry. First video, back at it. Quan, I love y'all. Keita. Yeah. Reggie Kobe said to interrupt Shaq. to let y'all know we on video today. Back to it. Uh, yeah, Kobe saying that if Shaq was in shape, they would have won. He would have won. They would have won together probably twelve rings. Twelve. So, I wow. did I think we're taken out of context. But do you think like? I think Shaq first like seven years he averaged like twenty four, like twelve, and like two. Like he like he was a dominating force. So I think what is Kobe like saying? Like he might have been lazy, but like <clears throat> how much better can Shaq get? I think he's he super big. He never how? The, he never laid the NBA and rebound. I don't think he didn't want to rebound for real. But he said he just wanted to he just wanted to dunk. He said break back. That's all he wanted to do. Seven all right, seven. let me. My way, go ahead, Kwan. Yeah, I guess because he like. Knew he was so dominant. Mm. You know, I'm going to put a little bit of work in. But yeah. I ain't got to go too crazy because I'm already dominating the league. And, you know, I'll take this and run with it. So It was easy for him. I ain't going to say it was easy. But, like he's like you said, he's seven foot. Probably who knows how many pounds he weighed. He, he was like three. Well, yeah. with Kobe, he was like three something. Right? Yeah, probably like three, maybe 330-ish. Three he still averaged, yeah. what, like 10 rebounds? Yeah, I, that's good. Yeah, I think for his size, I guess Kobe is like a, a like a super Co- ultra competitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think he really factored in the frame of Shaq to like where I'm already getting killed during a regular season. You really think I'm gonna go? It's just I think that just the different dynamics. And Kobe got a. I don't think Kobe took into effect that if Shaq was the best he could be, how good would Kobe would have been. You know what I'm saying? I, like get, how, I get what you're saying, but... Like, how... Would Kobe would have been developed to this... The Black Mamba and all that that we see? Or or, or Kobe would have started pouting and wanted to leave the Lakers? Because if Shaq... Like, Shaq was already dominating, and the narrative still to this day is... Most dominant Most ever. dominant, and then Shaq... If Shaq got the rings, and then nobody's talks really talked about Kobe, it's really all Shaq, 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 which is... He earned it. If you watch those finals appearances... <laughs> Especially when they won the sixteen, Shaq. Come on now, it was just disgusting. I mean, I think it was. So took if, Shaq, a, if Shaq was at, well, let's say Shaq was at, what would Kobe say, the hardest worker or um, Shaq was that his magic? Yeah, like Shaq was on the Shaq magic. Shaq was the slim back then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but say if he, yeah, say if he was that Shaq, not the slim bark, but the the uber athletic, because he still was athletic, but not as much as he was when he was in Orlando. That would have affected Kobe's development. And I don't think Kobe mentally would have, been, would have been able to adjust. He wasn't even mentally able to adjust when Shaq was dominating in that shorter period that they had them a couple years together. So you're telling me if Shaq was going to be uber dominant, that Kobe would have been able to fall back and just let it be what it's going to be? No, it would have been. Shaq probably would, they probably would have left. I think Shaq would have left sooner. <laughs> but when he went to Miami, I mean, he got a ring, didn't he? Yeah. Who? So Shaq. Oh, yeah. Shaq with, with D-Wade. Uh, yeah, with D-Wade. With D-Wade, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. Kobe, <clears throat> it just would have been interesting to see. Kobe, Kobe also doesn't know, like, how, mu- how much it takes for Shaq to, like, work hard. Kobe's working hard and Shaq's working hard. Two totally different things. I don't think Kobe take that into effect at this, all when he like, talks about it. Like, Shaq lugging around 360 pounds. Sometimes. That is bigger yeah. than Yeah. 300 pounds, like. That's different than. Kobe, you you can you you're a yeah. super. <laughs> it's a still door working. Like, I'm talking about a shooting guard, and you're talking about a legit post player, and I'm talking about when post player were post players, and Shaq was on the box, not these post players now. That and he can't three. shoot free throws. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's when the game was good. Oh you know, yeah, the game definitely has changed. Yeah, it's it has changed. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> Bits of this conversation is missing because of a technical difficulty. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. We hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Have a good one. I should have added you on that. I should have added you. If you told me that the White House would be shooting threes, I would probably bet my, my pay. Like, nah, I never see the White shooting threes. It's just crazy how the game has changed. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a good thing. Probably because in my back in my days, I played post, so I really like post players and rebounding and setting screens and all that that comes with being a post player. But, you know... As the game has evolved, that's just not entertaining anymore. 
Um, and it's just not it's just not where these players are being groomed, especially these AAU players. And these players are one and done. Like, bro, you're not seeing post players work out on a block, turn and face. Game, you're not game different. You know, the game, it just changes. And every year, every year the NBA uh, scoring, it goes up, goes up, goes up. Say so, you no. Know, why? But I throw it down games. in the post, slow the game down, like. And they talking about Melo ain't getting picked up because they don't play defense. James Harden don't play defense. Nobody played defense, bro. But besides Kawhi, Paul George here and there, Clay, mm-hmm. Iggy. You know. But you, but the guys, I can't that, play, the guys that play 10. defense are not superstars. So what I'm saying, like, so what are they? The defense thing with Melo is, is a cop out. You get what I'm saying? Because it's like, okay, and, and your favorite player hasn't played defense in how long? <laughs> like, come on now. Like, I don't – the defense part, no, because a lot of teams, star players don't play defense, and they sh- and they sh- and they, they can hide that. Like, come on now. You telling me Melo not better than some of these players? Nah. Some. Most. Most. Melo, you got? Oh, I ain't know that. I like Melo. Man. I don't like how Melo's – You think he's going to get signed? I – I don't know, cause he got a lot of he got a lot of controversy off the court. Off the court, court. Um, you know, with with Lala Mm -hmm. and oh yeah, I never even thought about that. Same thing with Chad Mm Ojosinko. He had that domestic violence with Evan. Nobody gonna sign you over that. That's a great great comparison. Got that? Yeah, attitude problem. And Melo, remember he was saying, "I'm not coming off the bench." Mm -hmm. Now it takes for him for nobody to sign him. He like, you know what? I'll be a bench player. No, no, I ain't trying it's to do anything. Late. He yeah. said bench, not the B word. Bench, Chris. I said bench. I said bench. <laughs> but he, he, he's trying to do anything now to get back in the league. And the same right. thing with Chad with Cinco. He was trying to do anything yeah. that he could to get back in the league. But That's crazy. It goes back to what we were saying prior, the emotions. Sometimes you just snap. But Melo didn't do anything. He just made some... Dumb decisions on a, a nice boat. That's what he did. TMZ was on the neck, the boat next to him. <laughs> like, yeah, and he didn't even know it. That's crazy. That's, that's ah, what about Did that girl ever come up and say that she wasn't married? They I were think married people, somebody like pulled They up looked her up. Said, they find, she, they find they everybody. They looked her up and said she was married. She was married? But they never... But why no, 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 no. She wasn't married? She wasn't married? Why Mello oh, go on a Facebook video, on an Instagram video and say she was married? Ah. <laughs> She ain't got no, she don't got no kids. Y'all seen that SpongeBob meme? I'm going to head out. That's <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and head out. <laughs> no, you lied to me. You really lied to me. I think it's over for them. Who, for who? Um, no. Nah. Know, this, like the second, better, this is like the second time he did this. First think, time I was with a stripper. Yeah. The one he had a baby with? Allegedly. I'm no, sorry. the one he had a baby with. I don't know. The one sure. he got a baby with is not a stripper. She's like uh, a lawyer or something. She's a lawyer? Maybe. Don't, don't call me, guys. I, 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 don't I don't think she an IG model. That, that baby looks just like yeah, For real? The baby is allegedly, girl. too. All this is oh, allegedly. I'll show you off camera. Allegedly. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know because you know the dynamic of Hollywood, Hollywood couples is totally different from like how we were raised. Like, how ordered the, the values my mom instilled in me. Like, it's certain things you allow pertaining to y'all come up together. All right, you, maybe mm-hmm. you ain't got the. Like money or something like that, but it ain't like you go out here and have a baby on me. My mom ain't never seen nothing like that. Like, oh yeah, allow that. That's it, just that's something that's normal. Like, no, that's not. But you gotta think they've been together for so long, get loose, used to a certain lifestyle, got a kid together. Like all those play a a, a factor, you know. And I'm never the type of woman like leave him, sis. Not leave. Because I'm. I just don't know what happens. Yeah, you don't know what happens behind closed doors. And just the thing about it is. That's what she allows. You get what I'm saying? If you if he was able to have a baby on her and, and that's the dynamic that they have in that relationship, that's what it is. Like he's not the first NBA player to have a baby on his wife or a baby on someone he's that he with. D Wade, their situation you see, they was on a break, but he had a baby on Gabrielle. Now they're celebrating their fifth wedding anniversary, have their own baby, look like they're in lovely bliss and their life is amazing, you know. So it's different dynamics, it's different. Uh, things that come into play, you know. So I never be like leave them, sis. But her acting, maybe we'll talk about power, maybe. But her acting, definitely gonna talk about her power. acting needs to improve. And I don't know if it's because her mellow going to something. <laughs> but her acting. Before we get to that though, um, she probably doing her own thing too. That Hollywood world is different. I feel like like, and you said like growing up, parents instilling values and whatnot. But 
you kids don't parents don't teach their kids how to react in the Hollywood world because most parents weren't in that light. So I don't think they learned that. It's just like, oh, I'm in this light. I'm in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I I have not have to, but like it's so many it's so many opportunities to cheat on if if you're in a relationship to cheat. It's so easy. Man. Yeah, women are throwing themselves at these dudes and. They was young when they got in the league, 19, 18 yeah, years old. I was at MTV. Yeah, like, he was just getting in the league, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Mel, I, I like Melo. Melo been my guy since Syracuse. And since he played at the uh, arena oh, yeah. and trained against LeBron. I hope he get picked up, man. I think Next, be they a, might pick him up. I think he'll be a, a, a good asset, and he'll be a veteran to that team. So, you know, you got these young guys coming in. Trying to, um, you know, do more than what they're supposed to. Like, mm-hmm. they don't play their role. And I think he would be that person to sit them down. Like, look, little bro. Now, I mean, you want to play in this league for all these amount of years. This is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Like, stop trying to do too much and get yourself banned up. So, I'm praying for you, Mella. And stay positive. <laughs> I like that boat that you saw. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from water. I'm telling you, man, you only you can make one mistake, and a narrative about you could just flip like that, like like that, and it's just unfortunate because his his private life shouldn't interfere with what he has, who he is as a basketball player. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's it's messy. That doesn't have anything to do with the lethal score that Melo was, and I think he still is. And you're not going to get 25 or 30 from him, but I think Melo, in my humble opinion, still get in 20 this, in this with league, his eyes closed. How offensively driven this league is now, he can get you twenty. Definitely, you get what I'm saying. So off the bench, off the bench, yeah. So the narrative is <clears throat> is unfortunate, but like I said, other topics we was talking about. Sometimes you do it to yourself, you know. Um, as a basketball player, the limelight is on you, is bright, especially when you're a married athlete, you mm-hmm. know. So it's definitely on you, bright. But I think Melo will get picked up. I hope is on a team where. It's not just a, a charity case. I don't want to get picked up by a team that's not <clears throat> the first round, the first pick in the next year. Draft. He's definitely going to want to compete. You know that's what I'm saying? Right. I really hope that it's a team that that's competitive. Maybe it's not championship, but competitive. You Sorry, know guys. <clears throat> you want them to go to the Nets? No, nah, they but they talking about signing them. Kyrie and Kevin Durant like pushing them to sign. Cause uh, I don't know if y'all saw the Wilson Chandler. He just got suspended for like thirty games for like you know illegal oh, yeah. drug. It's crazy. It was in a something he was taking to get uh, healthy. Yeah, he suspended twenty five games. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't know. They might um, have cut him. So let me chill. Let me chill. Unfortunately, bring my move. <laughs> <laughs> the headband the back. Nah, unfortunately, hoodie on. What uh, Wilson Chandler's uh, excuse that he didn't know that the substance was banned. It doesn't fly because the substance has been banned since 2016. Yep. Any, any doctor you had has a list of the banned substances. Maybe they know. And you should you know just do your research as an athlete. Yeah, so correct. You wouldn't even jam yourself up with that. I got a question for you. How y'all feel about this Antonio Brown and his helmet? Like, he said that he, would, he wouldn't play if they wouldn't give him the helmet he had last year. You think it's him being extra or is it just him being comfortable and him being, you know, performing in what he's used to wearing? I'll go first. I think it's more so him being extra. It has it's a little bit like comfortability. It's a little bit of that, but you Antonio Brown is with all the antics. He wanna he wanna be the face. He's already face because he's a be, one of the best wide receivers in the game. He don't even need to do all that. But now he's and they on hard knocks. Let's not forget that if y'all so you, hard so you knocks. Think it's playing. <clears throat> I don't think they planned it like the team. I'm talking about him. You think oh, yeah, he planned yeah, it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, he oh, yeah. Makes sense. I just, like, I, ne- I don't play, I never played football. I played one game of flag football quick after the first play, so <laughs> I can't see much. The first play? The first play? I said, I, they had me on the line. I'm, I've been small, but. Uh, she was like I, 90, she was like 60 pounds? One play, probably 35. Pushed him on the ground, right? Got him <laughs> I started hate it rub, here. rubbing his knees like I can't. I hate it here. I want One play. I looked over to my dad like, oh, we gotta go. This ain't the sport for me. <laughs> you gotta go. We gotta go. He paid and everything. He was oh, right man. here at Cattle uh not Cattle Park. That's uh G- you that's know right George here. Kilmer. 
Yeah, across from yeah, 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 whatever. But yeah, I quit on the first place. So, but yeah, I think it's more annex, mm-hmm. like him just being extra, like everybody else not complaining. Yeah, <clears throat> I think Antonio Brown equals diva. <laughs> like he's just like a diva, and like some of the, the things he do, I can't really. It's hard for me to put it in a category because he's so calculated. In the, at the same time, you know, he was calculated and wanted to leave Pittsburgh. Now he left Pittsburgh, but now him and Big Ben still arguing. Y'all broke up. Y'all over it. Y'all moved on. Y'all in different relationships. Let it go. Yeah, that's how, but that's how they're arguing with each other. I never liked you. No, you never liked me. Now it's a helmet. Sir, you wanted to leave Pittsburgh. You're gone. Try to make this situation work. If it's something in the helmet that preventing something from like concussions or something, they're not giving us specifics of what this helmet is. Is it banned? Is it something in the helmet? I feel like he's the only one that's really talking about it. Why won't they let him wear the helmet? Why do you know what I'm saying? Like, what's mm-hmm. the wrong with the helmet? Is it something to do with like the cushioning in the helmet? Is it illegal? Is it why can't Does it be a compromise? Yeah, like why can't it be a compromise? It must be something going on with the helmet. He's such a diva that I can't <clears> separate some of the things he do. It's hard for me to defend some of the things he do because he's such a diva, but he's such a talented wide receiver, and I'm like. Why does it have to be our African American wide receivers that be such the divas? Why we gotta be the extra ones? Why we can't just make plays and just chill? No, yeah. we gotta be the extra ones that cause all the extraness on us. Then when we need help, we were so extra that you yeah, end up like T.O. three times that you didn't get into the Hall of Fame. Crazy. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, really and if you put T.O. numbers up, come on now, he should have been first battle Hall of Fame. <laughs> Everybody know that. But you done burnt so many bridges and you done did so many different things that now it's like, nah, we're going to make you wait. We're going to humble you. And when you get humbled, now you want to say, oh, yeah, I could have handled things differently or this and that. Nah, stand Guess who he ain't with? Chad Johnson. Exactly. (laughs) They they both in the same predicament. Yeah, that's what AB going to be the third wheel. He's going to be right with him. He's too talented for these antics. And sometimes them antics come back to haunt you. And the perfect person you can talk to and the perfect person that could be the, the, the... the face of that is T.O. Them antics come back to haunt you at some point. Because at some point, even though T.O. was still productive in his later years, but the antics still was like, bro, I'm good. Your talent not enough. And you don't want to never get to that point where it's like, you don't even want your talent. Like, you just bring so much baggage and so much stuff that we good. Like, we good. And that's where it got to. And you don't want that to be. Because if this don't work out for A.B., his antics is too much. Once his contract up, nobody's going to want to sign. I think his talent is so good that a team would still do it, but it'd be so many precautions. He might it'd go to be, the Bengals or something. It'd just be, <laughs> it'd be too much. It'd be too much. About to go in the arena football <laughs> league. Y'all extra. He's going to be his own team. <laughs> okay. That's how good he is. Speaking of football, um, shout out Meek Mill. He, he uh, you know, beat that case. He, oh, yeah. you know, he got probation, right? Too. Congrats, bro. He's been, he's been fighting that. But, um, Jay-Z, you know, people was saying things about Jay-Z and whatnot, like, had mixed emotions. Um, but they just announced that opening day, Meek is performing Rhapsody. I don't know if y'all know her, yeah, female yeah. rapper. She's yeah. dope. Ooh, she tough. She alright? Listen to her yeah, when you get a chance. Check her out. Check her out. And, uh, somebody else performing, uh, <clears throat> opening night in Chicago, and, and they have like merchandise for like inspired change, and like it goes to like certain you know black justice reform organizations. So that's just one. This is the first thing he's doing to make change. I, I didn't agree with what people were saying about like why why is he doing that without speaking to Cat? Before I even go any further, what you think about Jay Z? Like, Pardon with that yeah, um, I think is a good. I think he did it business wise, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but I also think he did it to show that. <clears throat> I don't know. I think I really just think it was a business thing, to yeah. be honest. Um, I don't think he needs to speak to anyone. It's his money. It's his life. His company. Um, if anybody feels some type of way, they just don't understand the business part of it, and um, you know, just maturing as a person. You know, Colin Kaepernick was going through his, you know, trials and tribulations, whatever what he was doing, but what they got to do with Jay-Z? He's a whole different person. Um, he's looking at it, <clears throat> I guess, to make change. 
I'm not really too educated on the situation, but I yeah, know he did. Hasn't all come out. Yeah, I know he did partner with the NFL, but mm-hmm. I didn't. When he did his interview, I didn't watch it. So I, I didn't know. Either. I don't know. Yeah, what he he didn't I just think it's a good business perspective, and um, you know, I wish the luck to him. I hope everything works out. I think people. I, in my opinion, I just think I wish Cat would talk more, <clears throat> so we could really understand. Like, all right, Jay Z did this, so what are you doing? Like, he has multiple different things kind of happening that you see on his social media, but you never hear him talk. You don't see him. You don't do no videos, no Instagram videos, nothing. Like, he he didn't partner with NFL, right? no. Who? So he's doing some. So. Is Cat against Jay Z? It's not. I don't even know if he's against, but he, him, but his girlfriend and stuff was just making it seem like, oh no, we're against it because he's working with the NFL. I think they just want everybody just to boycott, don't do nothing with the NFL. But isn't Nike one of the biggest people in the NFL? Like, isn't Cat yeah, with Nike? You know what I'm saying? So it's like you tired so you, so you, so you mad at Jay Z for partnering with the NFL, but you're with a company that also is funded by the NFL. So I'm confused about that narrative as well. And I'm also confused by, um, is it an issue that Jay-Z signed with the NFL? Because people wasn't, I think people wasn't really boycotting as much as they say they were, or they wasn't really involved as much as they say they were. And when the big name like Jay-Z signs with them, oh, let me jump on there. Oh, I'm boycotting, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Well, you wasn't doing none of that before. Cat been out the league three years. Never see you say nothing. Now Jay Z hop on that. Now it's such a, a problem. Let's just see how it plays out. Give it a chance to play out. We never. Nobody's mentioning nothing about Kaepernick's settlement. He hasn't said anything about it. Mm-hmm. We don't know the ins and out of that. If you was fighting so hard for it, you settled with the NFL People for an undisclosed amount. They just always got to give an opinion. So know? let that play out. I just think <clears> you should <throat> let it play out. In my humble opinion, I didn't think Jay Z needed to do this. I think Jay Z could have did this on his own without the NFL. But hey. Sometimes you got to let people secure the bag that they want to secure in. I don't think it's a bad idea. I well, just think Jay-Z is big enough to not need the NFL. And I think because his stance was he was rocking with Cap, that that's where the distaste came from from a lot of people. Is mm-hmm. Bro, you had this man jersey on, and then you signed, then you partnered with the NFL. It's kind of like a slapping Cap face. That's what people think. That's what the I think the the people what people are thinking like man you just had this man jersey on you rock with him you support him kneel etc cetera, etc cetera. then I you think sign it's bigger than that. he he rock he he still rock with him just because he look I, I look at it like this player. I look at it like this he didn't it's not a, it's not about the money at all like he he went into the meeting accepted the deal sat at the table with these people because like multiple people say that on interviews that I watched it's all right, the kneeling was one thing. That's doing one thing. Now, Jay Z is at the table. He's now he's trying to make change within the within the NFL. Like that's the next step. You can't just keep kneeling because nothing. What's that? Is 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 bringing awareness? But but what is it doing? Like it's gonna become more. less and less people are kneeling <clears throat> nowadays. Before it was a bunch of. Players now it's like a couple players. Eric Reed still, yeah, yeah, he he's one still. of the biggest, and uh, somebody on Miami Dolphins. But now Jay Z is at the table. He he det- he determines some things. He can change some things. And like with this uh, opening night, he's having people perform. He's having merchandise being sold. That's going to justice reform organizations. Like that's a way to change something. You can't just keep kneeling and kneeling and kneeling. And like you said, Cat don't really say much. So w- what is it doing? Like most people not boycotting the NFL. They're gonna watch the NFL. Let's be real. So Jay Z went into that meeting. I'm like Quan said, he he's one of the best businessmen alive. Like generation. I'm sure he has a uh, outline business plan that he already knows what he wants to do, right. whether they accept it or not. We'll we'll see, but he also probably has backup plans. Like he got he got a plan. People just gotta let it play out. I don't, it's not for the money. He he's gonna make something change, and I don't know if Cap gonna get back in the league because that's that's probably a long shot. But like, there's other ways to make change. People just quick to jump the gun and just feel like you know they're entitled to give their opinion when they really don't know. What's or just you just gotta wait a little bit before yeah, be like, patient. Right? <laughs> how can you give an opinion on like it's been a not it's been a couple weeks like this this for the long haul. Yeah, it ain't I bet for, if it work out, they gonna be like, oh, I told you, like, yeah, yeah like, nah. I think on to 
one of the points you said that Jay-Z is such a good businessman and um, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's my main point. If he's such a good businessman, why did he need the NFL? Because you can't, you not at the table with them if you're doing your and own how thing. Much, how do you think he, how much of the table do you think he's really at? I, that's the question. I think he got a lot, a lot of say. I don't think so. I think the NFL. With what the, with, I think the with, NFL is one. The NFL is the winner out of this. You got one of the biggest superstars in. Why can't they both win? Or cultural to to side with you, and we're still going through a lot of the things that we were going through when Cat was kneeling when he's when he's out of the league. It's been two weeks. You know what I'm saying? So it's not even the time frame. I'm just saying Jay Z is. Why can't they both win though? Why can't the NFL win and what they're trying to change win? I just think that Jay Z is such a big superstar that the NFL him him teaming with the NFL benefited the NFL more than it did him because we don't know that yet. No, it's not for him to benefit. Like he's not, he don't want the benefit. He don't well, want Well, he the... signed a deal with them meaning that it was some type of benefit financially for him to do this. Well, yeah, obviously. But like it's he's not doing it for that. I don't think. Like but like you like you were saying, I don't why not do it on his own? I don't think it'll be the same type of change. No, I think Jay-Z has that type of he has that type of like yeah, like it's hove, it's Jay Z. Like, you know what he's capable of. Him I'm not up with the NFL, in my opinion, is like why? Is like you can you have so so much power that you can link up with a lot of powerful people that respect you from anywhere, and you could have figured out what you wanted to do. Linking up with the NFL just gives me and a lot of other people are just like maybe I should wait it out, or also it's just like why though? Like, it's, why it's, not? It's just why. Like, it just doesn't give me no. It, I wasn't hyped when I heard it. Like, oh wow, Jay Z is at the table. Well, how far away is he from the table? Let is me he let me ask. At the table or is he at the door of the table? He's definitely not at the door. Let me ask you a question. If he involved Cap with him, would you feel different? Hmm. It would be yeah, probably. Why? Because I know what Cap. I know what the the stance was. I know what he was. What he's what he was fighting for. What he's still fighting for. And I know Jay-Z agreed with that, too. So now if I know that the person that sacrificed his career is linked up with it, okay, now I know that it's going to be some type of change. Like, not saying that Jay-Z doesn't have that type of uh, hold that he can make change, but it's just like, I just feel like I just put Hov in such a different category. Like, bro, you didn't need the NFL. The NFL needed you, and that's just how I feel. No, I, I agree that. The ratings he... of the NFL since Cat did the stance, it hasn't been substantial where it's like, oh, wow. But it's been enough that it's like, okay, it's noticeable. It's noticeable enough that the NFL went out and asked for Jay Z, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, if it was no problem and the NFL was good, they would have never asked to link up with Jay Z. You get what I'm saying? Like, it was it's the NFL's benefit that they linked up with Jay Z. He's the brick for the help that he's going to help. What he say he's going to help, but it's also to bring more revenue for the NFL. I mean, the last type of the, the Super Bowl acts have been horrible, so you're losing ratings from there, um, all that type of stuff. So okay, let's. When you got Jay Z stamped on anything, it's gonna go up. So that's how but I feel it, like the NFL. But it benefits both. How does it benefit benefit Jay Z? Not it, not Jay Z justice reform. I'm not even talking about Jay Z. Yeah, well, yeah. We well, that, we gotta wait and see how much it, it helps with that. Not justice reform. Uh, whatever Kaepernick's kneeling for. I'm not sure what the exact words are, but it's not justice reform. I'm thinking of Meek Mill. But uh, yeah, I think it benefits both. Like it's NFL, a, obviously, yeah. and then what they're kneeling for, like it's just gonna obviously probably be a wait and see. Definitely, because <laughs> yeah, it's because it's like I'm not, I'm not mad at either. Career. I'm not mad at either of y'all points, and you guys have great points. And then it's like I'm just thinking in my own head, like <clears> I just it's just I'm really gonna have to wait and see. And then I hope it's gonna be what he say it's gonna be. And 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 I'm not and I'm not wishing nothing on hope. Like so I really it hope it's gonna be. Everybody. Yeah, I really hope it benefits everybody. But at the end of the day, I really feel like the NFL won. Like you got the, one of the most powerful hip hop superstars to link on, link up with you to help with something that's been struggling. You so get you think what I'm saying? Gonna be yes man. I don't necessarily think it's gonna be a yes man, but I don't think it's gonna be as quick as we think. The the, the changes that he he say he's gonna do, I don't think it's gonna be quick quick. I think we're going to have to be patient and wait it out. That's how I honestly think. Actually, let me see. Real quick before we end this. 
he already made change by doing these uh, performances on the first opening night. And let's not forget, he's not he he signed a deal to make to make change within the ah what is it what is it what is it damn can y'all look it up real quick but um he's making change in a certain area of the NFL whereas like is it is it like like is it criminal like, no 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 it? it's like entertainment he's he signed a deal with entertainment the entertainment aspects of the right. NFL yeah. So, oh, okay. like, it's not, it's not a broad, like, oh, he's within the NFL in a whole. Like, mm-hmm. it's one part of the NFL. So, it's, like, perform it's performances, <laughs> it's, like, merchandise, it's, uh, basically, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not much of, like, unless like he owning, tries to. Like, owning the league or having no, a sense no. or, that's what I'm saying, you're saying it's not. So, it's not that. people gotta realize that, too. Like is he's he signed a deal for the entertainment aspect. I forget the exact name. So he already made a change because think about it. Meat Mill, uh, Rhapsody, they would not be performing at opening night if it wasn't for him. So it's already a change. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They definitely So we just gotta look at what he's actually what he's what deal they signed and like what he has to change. Yeah, it's not just like, yeah, it's cat, but it's the entertainment thing. Yeah, you ain't find that. I did. did you, the deal. <laughs> no, I ain't trying. No, the deal is the entertainment part. Also, it's talking about um, the, the police brutality and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. also, there, I think Hove said in this article, is all this is for him to one day be an owner of an NFL team. So, and then you never know what that could lead to. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's it's. I don't think people are wrong in their views of it because you just got to think. Like, you just got to wait it out. You just got to wait it out, yeah. I think more so my opinion is just because I just... The NFL is so shady, so shysty, you know? So it's like, man, I don't want one of my people to get sucked into that. That's I think that's my only thing about it. That's why I'm so passionate about, like, oh, we didn't need to do this, but I really hope it turns out wonderful. But it's just like, bro, I know how I know how the NFL could, could do this. Like, if this could go bad, I know the NFL could just... Rove under the like, you know what I'm saying so it's like mm. I just know but I know Jay Z smarter than that so I know it would never get to that point but it's just like I don't want one of my people to be associated with this shiesty league that we know is facts that we know this league is shiesty we know some of the things they do um, is not good you know what I'm saying so that's probably my where my view comes from why I'm so passionate about it. like oh you don't really have to do this you didn't have to do this but I know from Hope's uh, past that it has to be something that we don't know that he has something up his sleeve that's going to be good and we're going to be like, thank you all for doing this. Yeah. So. It's popcorn. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't want to end this, uh, you know, episode, but it's, it's about that time. Before we go, we usually get right with people where we give a little inspirational, I don't know, quote, not quote, but like, something that, for people to think about during their week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you got one? Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, guys. And then Kwan can go. I don't got one. You know. So, as you know, every episode, I do have something to talk about pertaining finances and getting your finances together. So, um, my get right today is to be aware of your surroundings and be aware of how you are spending your time and your money. So, if you are a type of person that um, likes to shop and stuff like that, just be aware of your credit score. Be aware of... These things are factors if you want to buy a home or if you want to get into real estate, if you want to flip properties, how you spend your money and how your money is distributed is very important in these people wanting to be serious and taking you serious in the business realm. So um, I'm learning about getting my credit right. I'm learning about building my credit up. I'm learning about how to do this pertaining to my student loans, how to uh, save money when you think you ain't got no money and all this stuff. So my get right is just be mindful of your finances and don't let the quote-unquote, oh, I'm broke, get you down. Because in my mind, I'm broke. Like, no, I don't have thousands and thousands of dollars in my bank account. But mentally, as long as you can go on a computer and look stuff up and and, and, and stimulate your mind and, and want to do positive things, you're not broke. Don't let money define that you are broke. You may not have money in your bank account, but be mindful that maybe you don't have money in your bank account because you're doing something wrong percentage your finances. You're spending a little bit more than you should on going out to eat or you're spending a little bit on buying sneakers and stuff like that. Or if you're a person that do like sneakers, look at your collection like, all right, bet, maybe I should sell this, sell that. You know, don't be so 
gung-ho to just spend all your money on certain things and then look up and then you're quote-unquote broke. So my get right today is just be aware of your finances, understand your finances, understand how important your finances are to your future. You know, you don't want to look up and you're 40 and you're 45 and you're like, man, I wasted so many years of just blowing money and doing all this stuff that now I have to try to build my credit up at 45 where I could have been doing it at 25, 26. So that's what that was that was very nice. That's for everybody. <laughs> That's for everybody. <laughs> That's for everybody. Like, you got one. Uh, um, I just feel like you need to make yourself happy before you make anybody else happy, okay. regardless of it's relationships, um, family members, whatever. Um, and you definitely have to sacrifice sometimes to get where you need to be. That's just life and just being an adult. Sometimes you have to be an adult sooner than you have to. Uh, I know I had to do that. And, you know, when you go through life, you definitely have to surround yourself around positive people. Um, I feel like that's where that played a part in my life to get me where I am now. Um, I really didn't have family by my side. Like, I wanted to, but my friends became my family and they helped me get me. They helped me get to where I needed to be right now. So, um, you know, do what you have to do, and don't live don't live for social media because oh, <laughs> yeah. it's a joke. Yeah, they're not showing um, the, the try, to, try to stay away from it, and you know, focus on what's important in life. Priorities, man. Worry about your priorities. Well, we want to thank y'all for uh, listening in. Uh, follow us on our social media, RD. Oh, that ain't it. That's Get the your old t-shirt, one. too. Reg underscore the Playmaker. T underscore the Playmaker. <laughs> playmaker, po- the Playmaker Podcast. Hey, DJ Ben. Nah. Uh, nah, nah, I grew DJ up. DJ Bean. I grew up. DJ you know, you know, no, I, I still do. Okay, so y'all I took it from Never Bean. Okay, just, just Bean. I, I had to grow up a little bit. Okay. DJ, <laughs> you know, all, all that. So we appreciate y'all listening to episode 22. The Reggie Coleman edition. That's what he said. This one yeah. on YouTube, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Sounds I got an editor, you know. But, um, yeah, thank y'all for listening in. My boy Leader just walked in too late. But, uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> thank you guys for listening to episode 22. I'm Reggie Coleman. I'm Nikita Murrow Thomas. Thank you. We out. We out.